0: We are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking.
1: Welcome into Critical Thinking, Andrew Coppins Patoni. You know the drill by now. Follow us on social media at the Coppins Show at the Padoni Show. Rumble dot com backslash critical thinking and of course rate review and like subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform and by the way if you are watching on rumble and um you like to listen throughout the uh the week as well but you um listen on a platform we are not on let us know we'll get on it it'll take us 30 seconds it is up on social media again at the cop and show at the Pat Show. Now, normally Thursdays, Pat, um, what do we do here on the show?
0: Normally, we do a deep dive.
1: Yes, we do. Like a singular topic, deep dive. But as I thought about it, and, um, you know, one of our most popular segments here on the show is what? Truth or fiction? And there's Uh just so much insanity, so much stuff going on right now, right? Uh Uh-huh. Does deep diving do us any good this week? I thought to myself, and well, guess what? We're doing bonus truth or fiction instead. That's right. We're giving the people what they want, more truth or fiction in their lives.
0: But but it's Thursday.
1: Correct. It is Thursday. You are correct, Pat. Um, but we are going to give them the bonus truth or fiction. So um, I've prepared all of the truth or fiction that you ever are going to want. Or need. Um, so we're going to do that today on the show. Of course, we're going to have to be or not the bee. Um, So I'm going to start with this. Truth or fiction. It is either lower your gas prices or Putin wins. And, and let me. Let what me, the hell? Lower the gas prices or Putin wins. Because that's what the president of the United States
0: told us yesterday so for all those republicans in congress criticizing me today for high gas prices in america are you now saying we were wrong to support ukraine are you saying we were wrong to stand up to putin are you saying that we would rather have lower gas prices in america and putin's iron fist in europe i don't believe that
1: so truth or fiction it is either support ukraine and pay the price, or lower your gas bills,
0: and support Putin. Truth or fiction? Um, that that's total fiction, complete fiction, one hundred and twenty percent fiction. This president is a complete idiot.
1: Yes, yes, he is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But also remember, this is the uh, Uniter in Chief. Right, he told us he was going to unite America. Now the joke has been, well, yeah, you've you've really done a good job of uniting America because they hate your economic policies, right? Uh, you've done a really good job of uniting America against you. Is that leadership, Pat?
0: Mm, it's more like the lack thereof, right?
1: now, I don't know if we've, I believe I touched on this, but we had to go to war. Well, not necessarily go to war, but we had to support the war effort in Ukraine. And then we had to do the economic sanctions, right? We had to do all of these
0: things, right? We had to, had
1: to, had to, because Putin is
0: evil. Putin is evil. And that's it. I agree that Putin is evil. I 120% agree that Putin is evil. But but, um, but 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 Pat,
1: we had to choke him off, right? If we just if we just stopped his ability to do oil, if we just stopped his ability to do economic activity, eventually they would be choked off because they're a military that is stuck in the nineteen eighties, right? Literally, like their equipment is all from the nineteen eighties, right? So if we just choke them off economically, we'd win. We don't. We don't have to go
0: to war. No. Because who's benefited from this? Not Ukraine. Certainly not us. Russia certainly has, though. Hmm.
1: Are you telling me that um, there are now stories that um, Africans are going to starve because of this war?
0: Um. Well, considering that, uh, Russia stopping is, isn't it Ukrainian exports? Uh wait, what? Yeah. The R- Russia is, uh, stopping Ukrainian
1: exports. Uh, oh, so like the wheat and the uh, potatoes and the things that, um, the, that the African or at least Northern African population cannot, um, do for themselves. Um, when they have to get them from places like Ukraine, um, and they get choked off, that's bad.
0: Yeah, that that that's bad.
1: And what's next? You're going to tell me that um Germany and France have a 50%
0: reduction in their natural gas supply. Uh that that's probably what they're gonna tell you.
1: Oh, wait, because that actually happened already, Pat. I, I Germany know. has had the 50% reduction in their natural gas supply from wait for this. Russia, right. So predictably, Russia and the um, the gas pipeline that um, wait for this one. Donald Trump decided to approve, right? Decided to give his blessing to. We're, We're now going to, and what was the argument then, right? So you're going to allow Russia to control Germany's economy. Now, when you. Reduce your supply of natural gas by 50% and, and you're a uh, energy importer like Germany is. is. Is that bad? Oh, that's very bad. Now, um, what do we also hear out of Germany? They're refiring um, <clears throat> phased
0: out coal power plants. That's right. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Aren't they supposed to be part of some like uh, climate Change a chord somewhere, mm-hmm. and they're not supposed to be doing. Now they've that done kind some very stuff.
1: inventive things in Germany, Pat. I mean, there's a really cool documentary that's out, I believe, on Amazon Prime, and uh-huh. uh, my wife and I actually watched it. There's a there's a city in Germany that has gone completely, um, carbon neutral, and how they did it was super inventive. So that this isn't like the the Black Forest area, okay, uh-huh. and So as they were using lumber products and producing lumber, they were actually reusing some of the scraps to help them produce power in multiple forms, by the way. So they would use it to help um, produce like solar power. They would use it in a way in which um, they could do hydroelectric power because they could wet down the wood. And the wood would uh, continue to to do things. And they would use it in fine little pellets to power um, their own independent supply. It was very inventive. Problem is that that doesn't scale on a large, you know, multinational thing. So they're doing inventive things, but it turns out that when you are an energy importer. Right. When when you rely on others to give you the things that you need to supply the power to run your country, you're kind of beholden to that country. Now, what is next, Pat? What's next? You're going to tell me that um, the price of Russian oil has never been higher. What what are you going to tell me? Because we're 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 embargoing their oil. So how the hell are they? I mean, if we embargo their oil, they can't produce it, right? And they can't sell it. So what does it matter if it's $190 a barrel, 300 3000
0: Well, um, <clears throat> we may be uh, doing all of those things or, or putting things, but uh, did, did, did we forget about a major player here that uh, Russia could be giving their oil to? Whom? Who? China. Who? China. We? China 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 uh, uh oh
1: so what you're telling me is that um russia is making more off of their oil today than they were pre-embargo
0: correct yes yes it, yes they are like i said if anybody is benefiting from this war it's uh it's russia
1: no 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 now no. no 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 the west has cut them off how is that possible What is next? Um, What is next? Are you going to tell me that the Russian ruble is worth more than it has been worth at any point in time in almost the entire last decade?
0: What what, are you really going to tell me that? um, When you say cut off, um, do you mean um, Joe Biden's version of cut off?
1: I don't you know, want to you know, know what the, Joe Biden's version of cutoff is,
0: Pat. I, I, I'm just I'm just saying that um, they've not really been cut off. Mm. If anything, if anything, uh, it's it's like uh, rather than cutting them off, Biden took just the tip. I wouldn't even say that. I'd probably yeah. I was gonna say that, that that's even. I reasonable. think he
1: handed them. Uh, how shall we say this? Um Enhancement pills. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because we're if, we, if if this is the problem that I have with this dichotomy, this false choice that Biden gave us. Right. Either you support the effort in Ukraine, right? Because putin be evil and we need to stop him or you support lower gas prices and putin wins except for putin is already winning by every I, definition look, putin
0: has done I'm, what? I'm not gonna sit here and say that um... go ahead pat i'm not gonna sit here and i'm not gonna sit here and say that that gas prices haven't been affected by what's going on in ukraine i'm, I'm sure we would have seen an increase of some sort despite you know what's what's going on in ukraine right right because we've Um, seen
1: what supply chain issues we've seen all these things that that these all these other bottlenecks and right most importantly opec is seeing the same economic issues therefore the price of everything is going up we're not the only ones seeing inflation biden
0: right so but but this is this is more of a result of uh, bad economic policy Um, bad policy when it came to uh, what we did with covid and we're seeing all the effects of of the inflation of those policies those policies of cost and this is not just under joe biden this has also been under donald trump Um, but in terms of the rise of gas prices it is not strictly related to Ukraine and Ukraine in of itself, lower gas prices. Let's make some better economic policy decisions. Plain and simple.
1: Right. I mean, we're seeing the geniuses in Congress and in the Senate tell us that we're going to have to give ourselves a federal gas holiday as if, oh, right on the eve of an election, Pat, who would have thought, oh, you know what? We're going to bribe you, the people, with a little bit of extra we're gonna we're gonna eliminate like an extra ten to fifteen cents off of your your uh, fill up
0: at the gas station. What the? Really? Which at this point does does ten to fifteen cents really make that much a difference? I don't know, gallon of gas. That's- yeah,
1: because if you're, if well, you're that's well, well, a couple of dollars,
0: right? Oh yeah, but but here's here's the thing: is like like a lot of places are over five bucks a gallon now, right?
1: I mean, look at the relief we're getting here in Illinois, Pat. They froze the two-cent tax increase on gas here in the state. And that's relief, according to um, Marionette Joseph Biden. He said that yesterday, too, by the way. Do you know what this is? That is the world's smallest violin playing the world's saddest Saddest song. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. I don't disagree with you. I, my Ooh. that's my point, right? So here we are telling he's telling us either you support Ukraine or or uh, Putin's iron fist because you want lower gas prices, while they are trying to bribe people into voting for them at the ballot box in November. Because remember, we give you a, We gave you that tax holiday on your gas prices. So I, I alternatively, hear me out on this, Pat. We could okay. stop the idiotic embargoes that are not working and only enriching the person that you're trying to fight, right? Right. It, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, right? When we know that Russia is stronger in its in its currency, in its wealth, in its power, in its influence and in its ability to control Western governments, you don't fight it by still enriching it. Well well, if we don't embargo. Oh, and by the way, we haven't even touched on all of these civil asset forfeitures that are illegal, but also costing us millions of dollars a month. We haven't even touched on that. All those yachts that we're uh, having to maintain and um, pay to keep in slips, and all of the things that are going on with all the oligarchs, right? That all their money has been frozen. That costs money to maintain. Who's winning? uh,
0: Who's winning? It's it's kind of like I don't know. My my mind keeps coming back to this question of. Why should I support a one tyrant 3,000 miles away versus 3,000 tyrants one mile away? Th- that's basically what, what they're asking Fun, us right Funny
1: now. you should mention that because we're going to get into something of that sort of a topic a little bit later here on these uh, bonus truth or fictions. But let's go ahead and move on because I've got another truth or fiction based off of some news stories that came out yesterday. So truth or fiction, it is not us we the people but it will be companies that stop the covid insanity
0: mm. <clears throat> um i i think this is both truth and fiction okay i think it's a little bit of both um, I do think on some level it is going to be we, the people. It's going to be we, the people standing up and saying, hell no, we're done with the, your stupid idiotic policies. I didn't think because of that, and if there's enough drive for it, um, and and not even necessarily, this isn't necessarily just related to just the people in of itself, but this would also be, The politics and the economics driving force of making companies stop this BS, right? So if you have enough people standing up to it, and uh, you have enough people not supporting certain companies that are are of the woke COVID cult of COVID variety, mm-hmm. then those companies might start knocking it off and might start saying, uh, "No, we're we're not supporting this anymore." So I think I think it's really a combination of both. It's it's got to be the again we're 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 not a nation of laws we're a nation of political will right always always have been Mm -hmm. based on that political will based also on that economic will um those companies will change their tune
1: yeah and i think you you saw i think you saw an example of this right with the literally the second that the um supreme court's decision on or not the was it the supreme court no it wasn't the supreme court it was the the florida judge right the, the federal judge in Florida who knocked down right. the, the mask mandate on flights, the second that that happened, every one of those companies literally said, nope, we're getting rid of them. Take them off mid-flight, right. by the way. Right. Because, you know, that makes any sense, right? Either they have been right. working so great or it was just theater all along. Right. But to that point, right, to your point, that is that economic driver. They knew that this was an economic depressant for them. So let's take it off. Let's make people happy. Let's get these flights on the ground. Let's get the flights coming back. But I present to you another example of this, Pat. Publix, which is one of the largest grocery store chains in the country, right? They announced that they will not offer vaccinations from COVID-19 to the children that are under the age of five. Now, we haven't good touched on this subject because it's absolutely insane to think that a parent would look at evidence and suggest that mm, you know what I should do? I should I should inject even more vaccines into my into my six month old than already are put into their arms and legs and all sorts of ways, right? You know what right. I should do? I should add to that. And um, um oh wait. There's, there's no evidence that these things do anything, and more importantly, the evidence suggests that there's negative efficacy for kids under the age of five in their own studies done by Moderna and Pfizer, right? Right. Publix is saying, yeah, take your um, FDA and CDC recommendation, turn that some bitch sideways, and shove it straight up your candy ass, right?
0: <laughs> <To quote laughs> That's the rock. basically what happened, yeah.
1: The governor, the White House tried to browbeat the governor in publics, right? Try to, how dare you? You're you're endangering the lives of little kids. No, they're not. Ron DeSantis and the Florida governmental response was what? We're not saying you don't have access to it. We're saying we're not going to facilitate that. If if you're if you want to go to your doctor and and get that shot, go for it. We're just not going to be part and parcel to the distribution of that shot on a public health level. Uh, no. Go get it. Your doctor's office has a supply of it. Right? You want right. to go get it from CVS and CVS decides they want to give it out? Go for it. But, but this is why I believe this is truth. Because what has driven all of this from the very get-go? And we talk about you gotta go back to May, June, July of 2020, Pat. Think all the way back to two years ago this time. Companies were shuttering their businesses like crazy, right? Small businesses were being absolutely crushed by government action, right? Shutting their business down, telling them that your restaurant can't open. And if it does open, it can only open at 10 people, right? Right? Or you can only have 10% capacity, or this percent capacity, or that percent capacity. It was only when those businesses said, "Um, I'm going to go out of business, and it hurt what? The tax base that they began to lift. It had nothing to do with science. The science was always there. Quote, unquote, the science. Data analysis was always there to tell them that you didn't need to worry about this. But it was only until it wasn't us in the public saying, what the hell are you doing, right? Standing up and doing those things. No. How many, how many protests on capitals did we see throughout this country that did nothing? In red states, in states that were, you know, look at Utah, right? Mm-hmm. It did basically nothing um it wasn't the people pat it Mm -hmm. was the companies it was the companies telling government i'm going to go out of business and you're screwed if i go out of business right Mm -hmm. they began to then lift restrictions it was only when companies large and small said no did government stop it wasn't when you and i said no it wasn't when we lifted our voices, it was when companies, and here's why. We don't live in a republic anymore, Pat. We live in an oligarchy. And who controls the oligarchy? Big businesses, BlackRock, Vanguard, you know, the the, the woke corporate world. It was only until they signaled to the government that something was wrong Did something change? Only then, and it was Republican or Democrat. It had nothing to do. You could talk about Utah Revival and some of those other great things that happened, right? It was about fellowship and community, but it didn't change a thing. Not one thing changed because you and I pissed and moaned to our elected officials. It was only when the people who had the the purse strings, right? When those people held those things in front of government and said, "You either listen to us now or you're done. did anything change?
0: Um, <clears throat> I, I, I will say this when when they were when they were doing a lot of the events around the state in, in protest to the mandates and such, right? Because they weren't just at you know capitol hill. they were they were at various spots around the state a lot of these like utah revival spots what they did is they invited businesses from all over the state to come and set up and promote their business um and and sell products sell goods sell like like sell food you know a lot Absolutely. of food trucks came i so i agree with you in the sense of business is certainly a big big driver and probably in and primarily in control of all of this i i would agree with that However, at least for this particular state, I don't think a lot of businesses would have gone out of their way to really truly protest without the help of Utah Revival and Eric Mootsos and, and all sure, the sure. people that stood up. So
1: No, and I, and I get that. But mm. what was the imp what was the most impactful part of the Utah Revival? It was business, right? Business. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were able That's to bring point. in a lot of money. And this is my point too. Publics standing up and saying, "Hell no!" That is a massive, massive signal. I mean, we all know the, the the COVID crazies out there, right? That will get their, you know, six month old jabbed, right? For what? Despite all evidence to the contrary. I mean, I said this to my wife yesterday. That six month old has a better chance of dying of a venereal disease. Than they do of of COVID. And they ain't getting a venereal yeah. disease. Right. Think about that. Yeah. But that's how insane people are. But how do you combat this? How do you say hell no? How do you push back? You've got to have the corporate power. Because we do not have that republic anymore. We have that oligarchy. And the only way through that. Is for those types of corporations. To say F you. That's the political will. That's where it actually exists. It doesn't exist with we, the people, right now. There is an opportunity, and uh, I'm going to remind you of this, starting next week, we begin Reviving Liberty, a brand new podcast. This is not politics. This is not news of the day. Reviving Liberty is all about the path, the steps to understanding what liberty is, what revival is. And most importantly, how to apply it for our future. Not looking to the past and saying, oh, gee, I, golly, I wish we could do that again. No, 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 no. We need to understand how this can work for our future. And so I'm going to give you the steps, the path, we're going to work on it. We're also going to give you tactics to help you implement those principles, those steps, that path that you can personally take. Reviving Liberty, coming your way starting next Tuesday. Brand new experience. Again, I I cannot emphasize this enough. This is unlike anything you are ever, ever going to hear or have ever heard in this space. Ever. It it doesn't exist. This is absolutely unique. So you're going to want to check it out. Reviving Liberty. Um, We should have the trailer up soon. And as soon as we do, I'll give you the link so that you can subscribe and that you won't miss an episode. Um, what I can tell you is that the first week, we are actually going to drop two episodes in the first week. Normally, it'll just be a weekly one, but we actually have two episodes before we get into the path. Um, and and it's an explanation of what the the podcast is about. Most importantly, helping us to define some terms before we get you onto that path. Um, so that's that's where we're going to go with that. Um but yeah, starting next Tuesday, um, that's where we're going to be. All right. So before we get into the final two truth or fictions that I have for you, Pat, how about we play the B or not the B? Let's do it. All right. So the headline for today's The B or not the B is this. Zelensky disappointed Biden only sent him Ben Stiller instead of the Will Farrell he requested. Zelensky disappointed. Biden only sent him Ben Stiller instead of the Will Ferrell <laughs> he requested. Now, while you're thinking about that, please make sure you go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Um, it is unbelievable what Dave and and uh, Faith and their dog um, are going through. Um Wow. Um, if you've been able to follow what, what he's been putting out on Twitter over the last couple of weeks, uh, they are still struggling mightily with um, insurance. And I know, Pat, you've you've had that fun experience as well. Um, but um, yeah, they need your support. So a great way to do that is to buy some American Pride Roasters. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com, AmericanPrideRoasters.com, historically great
0: coffee. All right. Do you need the headline one more time? No, because that was a softball. Okay. I'm going to go with the Babylon B.
1: You are correct. Again, the headline, Zelensky disappointed Biden only sent him Ben Stiller instead of the Will Ferrell he requested. President Zelensky has reportedly contacted the White House to arrange the return of Ben Stiller, who was sent to Ukraine by mistake. According to sources, he had requested Will Ferrell via mail order from America's stock of pandering celebrities. (laughs) This is an enormous mistake, Zelensky told UN ambassadors. Who is this Stiller? I want loud man-child with curly hair that makes the funny. My troops will accept nothing less. Have you seen Elf? It's a modern Christmas classic. Ben Stiller was reportedly embarrassed by the terrible mix-up and offered to follow him around for a while and put together a documentary. I'm sorry, Vladimir, but I'm also a director. Let me tell your story, Stiller said. Ha! No thanks! We've had enough Sean Penns for a lifetime. Leave me, Simple Jack! yelled the enraged Zelensky. President Biden reportedly blamed Putin for the shipping error. The burden on our supply chain has disrupted our celebrity influence, said the president. We ask our allies to remain patient as we work to end Putin's terrible influence on Hollywood. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre took questions on the awkward meeting, but could only confirm that she had no notes on the matter. I assume everything is fine, she said. I'm a big fan of Night at the Museum. The Hollywood actor, best known for his stint as a male model, posed for an awkward picture with Zelensky before leaving. You sure don't want me to teach you blue steel? My people are dying. (laughs) Wow. I mean, how insane is this? Like, I have never once in my entire lifetime seen a war in which one of the two presidents or, or one of the two heads of state, right? are sitting there posing for pictures with celebrities from across an ocean. <clears throat> what the absolute hell kind of a war is this?
0: Um, Blue Steel. <laughs> but but I, I will say this much, though. Uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty is probably one of Ben Stiller's best and also a very underrated movie. So...
1: Fair enough, fair enough. All right. Now that you have won one hundred dollars of Dominic Ooh. Izzo's totally legitimate not Ponzi a Ponzi scheme, scheme network marketing money. Okay. It's time to move on back to truth or fiction because I've got okay. one for you that, that'll 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 rack your brain. Okay. Truth or fiction, the GOP is worthless and a red wave in November will do nothing.
0: Okay. Um First of all, I think it's going to depend on how much of a red wave there's actually going to be at the end of the day because it can do one thing and and I think it'll do one thing only. And that is prevent Biden from passing really stupid policies and potentially creating a veto majority. So it could it could do both of those things. Now, here's here's why I would say this is truth, though. I don't want
1: you to both side in these things. It's either truth or fiction, man. Well, this is but
0: no. I'm going to also say you've been it's both side in all of these things. I'm going to say it's truth, but but here's 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 why. First of all, how many progressive Republicans are there? Second of all how many Republicans will literally crap the bed and not do anything with a, a majority?
1: They've never done anything with a majority other than the contract for America in the 90s. And mm. how did that work out in the end?
0: Not well. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's going to do much, if anything at all. Okay.
1: So this one is 100% true. And he, and I want people that are listening um, come here, if you're watching, come real close. Or if you're listening, listen real hard. The GOP hates you. They hate you. They despise you. And when they get power, they will make sure you don't get anything. They crave power. They are progressive. See, when they actually have to unmask themselves, right? When they actually have to do it, I want you to think about this. Name a values, a morality topic, a economic topic. Name any topic, policy, principle, That they have not stabbed you in the back on. Name one. When they've had power. Oh, we're going to balance a budget if we just get Paul Ryan to be the uh, speaker of the house. You know what? If we get that wave, right? Paul Ryan. Did we ever balance the budget? No. Not. Well, we just had to have more power. See, the problem is that we didn't give us enough power. But I want you to think about this, Pat. Just about 12 hours ago, Liz Cheney voted on the Armed Services Committee in lockstep with every Democrat to kill an amendment that would have done what? Forced the defense secretary to rescind the COVID vaccine mandate for the military.
0: That's your first problem. Let me
1: let me let me get this through your thick skull. This is a GOP leader, by the way. This is somebody who's in a position of power, or at one point in time was and still holds a ton of influence. As something as simple as a COVID-19 mandate. Something as simple as that, they can't even vote with the base. Now Prior to this, we watched 14 Republican senators tell you red flag law, choke on it. An 80-page bill that will do what? Strip you of your gun rights if you speak ill of the people in power. No protections, no nothing for your constitutional rights. Fourteen of them said screw you to the Republicans. Almost all of them, over 20 of them in the Senate, over 50 of them in Congress, just two weeks ago voted to do what in the dark of night Pat Take a uh, take a stab in the dark.
0: Increase spending.
1: Yep. they voted to increase our debt ceiling by 2.5 trillion
0: dollars. Which I mean they've done for how many years now? Notice all of
1: these things are fights that they should have with the Democrats, right? No, we're going to stand up and we're going to have that fight. Why are we doing the mandates? Why are we doing the COVID-19 only- mandates? Why are we doing gun control when we know what happened in Uvalde, Texas was down to what? Absolute negligence. Um, All oh, oh, the debt ceiling? You mean that that we, we've spent $7 trillion in three and a half years at best, right? We spent $7 trillion more than we were supposed to. But um, you know what we should probably do? Raise the debt ceiling and make sure that there, nothing is tied to it, by the way. There's no, we're going to raise the debt ceiling, but we're going to also balance our budget, right? There's none of that right. in the mix. Do you notice, Pat, the GOP, the people that we elect, right, that we we are told every single time, shut up, vote for them, and they'll do our bidding, right? They'll do it. Who do they fight with at every Opportunity. It is not the Democrats. I'll give you a hint. It is you. They
0: um, hate you. I mean, if if GOP stood for grifter, I mean that that's essentially what it would stand for right now, right? Because because here's here's the other thing. I mean, there are not even a handful of Republicans that actually do believe and do stand for these things.
1: Yeah, I I, I could but- so I can literally count on probably one, maybe two hands oh, yeah. at best. So you got mm-hmm. Mike Lee, you got Rand right. Paul, you got Uh-oh. Ted Cruz, who sometimes can be a little squishy, but more more often than not, right? You've got mm-hmm. um Thomas Massey, Chip Roy. Yep. Yep. Um Mike Gallagher from my home district back home. Uh-huh. Who stands ninety percent of the time in lockstep. Uh, with the values. Uh-huh. But beyond those individuals, every single one of them hates you. So I want you to think about this, right? So go ahead. Rel- you know what? Just red wave it, right? They're t- it's totally going to change. Nothing will change because they are one in the same. These people are one in the same. They may. A great example, right, is the the previous senator, senator, the previous junior senator from the great state of Arizona, right? Yeah. Who went across all conservative media touting exactly how conservative his values were and da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Wasn't he a bit flaky? <laughs> I see what you did there. Because uh-huh. it was what uh, Kevin Flake, right? Or is it no Jeff Flake? Jeff Flake um, mm-hmm. turned out wolf in sheep's clothing. So I ask you this: Why in the hell would you continue to vote? And then, I, and I'm I am being honest. Well, you got to vote the Liz Cheney's out. For whom? Oh, the a person who's just going to be the same.
0: The party. Which is what it is the vast majority of the time. You. Mm-hmm. Like like trying to find like a Mike Lee or a Rand Paul is like trying to find a needle in a haystack anymore. A very big haystack. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I would argue it's more like trying to find a a needle um amongst a pile of needles. Like, the, the really fine needle, right? The really, yeah. we, we're not looking for the, we're not looking for the booster shot type of a needle. We're looking for, like, the, the little uh, IV needle. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're looking for the, where's Waldo, right? Except for everybody's wearing <laughs> red and white striped shirts, right. only they're all vertical instead of horizontal. It's two sides of the same coin. So, electing these people does nothing. This is why we talk about reviving liberty. These people hate you. It is time for you to stop relying on them to change anything. And it's time for you to start realizing it is on you to force them to bow to your will. The time of... Well, we just if we just sit back and elect these people, you know what things will change, right? And and I get your point, right? That there could be a way to stop the the bad things that in the Biden administration, except for these people
0: believe the the same thing. I, I don't. I don't trust that they're going to do it. No, That's the thing is because that, we've like,
1: handed them the keys time and time again, and they've done nothing. They've had every right. opportunity to do a simple thing like defund Planned Parenthood, right on a I national scale, done. and they refuse to done. do it. Even with veto-proof majorities and the same president, uh, the same party in the White House, refused to do it. Right, we've talked about that, right? Because why your lobbying dollar goes away. Uh oh. I I just bring this up because I, I hope you understand that on every topic, on every value, on every policy. They stab you in the back and you turn around and say, stab me in the front. It is you that is the problem because you continue to accept it. It is equally their problem, by the way. But if you continue to accept it and accept it and accept it and not demand actual change from them, is that not a you problem? Now, along those lines, I've got one final truth or fiction for you, Pat. Okay. Truth or fiction. There's no such thing as responsible infringement of our rights.
0: Uh, responsible infringement. What the hell is that? What? No, there is no such thing. Responsible infringement is still infringement. Infringement is bad. Mm. When you infringe on someone's rights, that is bad. It doesn't matter if it is responsible or not. It is still bad.
1: You are correct. Mm. Now, to bring me circling back to the last truth or fiction. Uh huh. 14 United States senators voted lockstep with every single Democrat to infringe upon your rights at their whim. If you actually read any of the Safer Safer Communities Act, just like in every other bill that's passed through Congress, the language is very vague, but they're, they're doing the responsible thing. See, we just have to have responsible gun control. There's no such thing as responsible infringement upon your rights. And this isn't just about the Second Amendment, by the way. Pat, is it irresponsible to yell fire in a crowded theater?
0: Um, I could make the argument that depends on the context. Okay, so
1: the the theater is super crowded and there's only one exit. Mm. Is
0: that irresponsible of you to yell fire? Or gun? Uh... Yes, it would be irresponsible of me. Okay.
1: Is it your right to do so? Yes. Okay. Because here's the rub, right? You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Yeah, you can, actually. That's not what the Supreme Court ruled on in that case. Mm. They ruled that the action cannot cause harm, right? The action, not the words, the action – The thing that you couldn't do is lock the door. (laughs) That's what they ruled upon. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater and then lock the door. (laughs) That is the right that you don't have. Right.
0: And that's not a right, by the way.
1: That that was an action.
0: But by doing by by locking the door, you are then infringing on other people's rights to get out.
1: We also talked about Sonia Sonia Judge, uh, excuse me, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. And uh-huh. Breyer, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Kagan? Kagan. Um, telling us that um, we're going to infringe upon your religious rights because uh, separation of church and state, right? Because that's the responsible thing to do, right? We we can't possibly have public money spent on private institutions, right? And, it, and if you do, you better be nonsectarian. Which is hilariously an awful interpretation of the free exercise clause versus the uh, <clears throat> separation of church and state. So it's the exercise and establishment clauses, right, in the, in the First Amendment. They're meant to be what Pat? Those two clauses are meant to be complementary, not antagonistic to each other. Right the government shall establish no religion because we want the free exercise of religion. If the government establishes in the state of Maryland that Catholicism is the state religion, that thus crushes your free exercise of your religion. Do you, this is, this is what I'm talking about. But the responsible thing is to make sure that government can't, No, just because it's responsible doesn't mean you get to infringe on my rights. No knock rates are another great example of all of this, right? You have a right under the fourth and fifth amendment against illegal search and seizure. Just, just not, not even knocking. Just come on in. Wait, what? Hold, hold the freaking phone. No, 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 no. Just like red flag laws, just like the actual red flag law that is in this bill, by the way, strips you of your right before you get to meet your accuser, before you get to go to court, for basically anything, there's no definition as to how this gets taken away. Now, could your personal actions, actions, Strip you of your rights? Yes. Your actions. Your. Movement. Your things, right? For instance, I don't know, murdering somebody, right? That's an suddenly your rights are now infringed upon because you did something illegal. You actually did something illegal and it gets adjudicated in a court of law. You shoot somebody, you lose the right to own a gun. Shoot somebody without warrant, right? You lose a right. Why? Because you can't be trusted with those rights. At least that's what the left will tell you. I would argue that... um, You've paid your debt to society, and if you do it again, right, I would argue that um, the only time that rights get to be infringed upon is by your own personal action. And once you have chosen to do that, you have stripped yourself of those rights.
0: What we have said before, uh, you may be free to do these things, but you are not free of the consequences of these things.
1: Right. We've talked about this all over the place.
0: hmm Would the
1: responsible thing be not to have a baby out of wedlock? Right. That doesn't mean yes, you go no to kill somebody because you are pregnant. You chose an action, and there is a pleasurable consequence, but there's also a potential... For a quote-unquote negative consequence, even though I would never suggest that an actual human being uh, being born is a negative for society. Yes, even if Adolf Hitler was born. Because Adolf Hitler born was not Adolf Hitler 40 years later. Again, there's no such thing as an infringement of your right that is responsible. Those two things are incongruent with each other, in my mind. But again, 14 GOP senators said that it is. We're going to infringe upon your rights because responsibility. Notice it's a responsibility of those who are law-abiding, by the way, those who are just going to ignore the laws. Screw your infringement of my rights, right? You are turning law-abiding people into criminals by this. If you refuse to play by the um, strip your rights before you get your rights back move, right? Because it's not just the Second Amendment. You have now stripped somebody of their First Amendment rights, taken away their Second Amendment rights, while denying them their Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights. In the process... And then only after they pay money and prove to you that they are, quote-unquote, responsible, do they get their rights back. That is not how this works. That's not how any of this works, even if we know that we could stop and save just a life. Well, guess what? We could have done that in Uvalde, Texas, except for what? As we talked about yesterday their cowardice their negligence and we we see we see a picture now um coming out by the way from discord right or disclose i think it was did you see this on twitter this morning pat i did not there was a police officer with a student who was in that building just standing there while classmates were getting murdered How the hell does that happen on a personal level, let alone a professional level? Now, we also know the head of the Uvalde uh, School District Police Force, right? Or the Public Safety Force or whatever the hell they call it there. um, Paid, uh, unpaid administrative leave. (sighs) What? How, How about you fired? No questions asked. Go ahead and sue me. I dare you. I've seen enough evidence out of the the head of the Texas the Texas Department of Public Safety to know you're fired. That uh, by the way that doesn't violate his due process rights. Your due process rights are a legal thing. They are not a employment thing. Bye-bye. See you later. And who do they promote? Oh, one of his lieutenants. On an interim basis, so one of the incompetent buffoons who were cowards. That that that'll do the trick. But hey, you know the GOP man. Just keep voting for him, right? Just keep sending them in. Uh, bothers me over the last twenty four hours, Pat. I am not kidding you. Uh, I try to listen on and off to different different people speak because it's good to get ideas and good to understand where people stand. I have heard not once, not twice, not three, but four times this. We have got to have this red wave in November or we're screwed as a country. We have got to elect because Biden is a menace to our society.
0: I mean, they aren't wrong about that.
1: But your answer is to put the people who agree with him back in power? Your answer is to give them what? Democrat light? You know what? I can't have Coke anymore. I should have Diet Coke. Oh, wait. Diet Coke is equally as bad for you, if not worse for you, than real Coca-Cola, by the way. I, I, just... What the hell... This is, again, I can't emphasize this enough. This is why reviving liberty has come to be, right? This is why we are talking about these things. Because if you don't realize that electing new people, right, sweeping out the rhinos, go rhino hunting, only to put another person in power who just becomes a rhino in five years. If you don't understand that, right, how does Lindsey Graham continue to get elected, right? He turns into a rhino for five years and then on magically election year turns into the most conservative person you've ever met. Right. The, his famous takedown of the Brett Kavanaugh situation that happened in an election year for Lindsey Graham. Oh, so they play one on TV for you for a year before they go and stab your ass in the back.
0: Well, well, not 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 to mention, uh, he he did find his uh, conservative cojones after John McCain passed away. No comment on to, as to how
1: or where he found those cojones, or on whom they belonged to. Right. That's that's my point. <clears throat> I just, I, I just, I can't even. With most of conservative talk radio, most of right wing radio, I just how the hell do you not see this? How the hell do you come up and honestly say, you are as bad as Sean Hannity is when you say those things. You're as bad as Sean. I hand Lindsey Graham a platform every week, Hannity.
0: Not not to mention, you know, you have a lot of these supposed you know GOP Republicans that. While I understand, you know, not necessarily being for Trump, they were very much against Trump and very much betrayed all the principles and values they pretty much stood for or claimed to stand for when they put this president in office. Because this administration and everything that Biden and his handlers stand for are contrary to what the GOP claims to stand for, which, as we've been saying all along, don't really stand for those things at all. They Mm -hmm. hate you.
1: So, hear me out on this, right? Um, Jesse Kelly and a bunch of other people are talking about we have to fight, right? We have to fight, 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 fight. But those same people, then out of the same breath, will say the fight is elect Republicans. No, it's not. No, the fight is actually with the Republican Party. Have it there. Have it there. Have it out. You let every single one of these bastards know what's up. You let them know. But guess what? We're going to take your ass out. And oh, by the way, we're probably going to vote the other side because what the hell's the difference? You take away their toy, which is power, right? Take it away. You don't give it to them. You don't hand them the toy after they just hit you in the head with it, right? You don't give the toy back to the baby who just continuously is throwing it and hitting you in the head, right? You don't. Oh, you know what? It's fine. No, nope. toy gone. (laughs) Right? After the second time that that happens, the toy's gone, right? First time, maybe it's an accident. The second time, hell no. See you later. Toy gone. I don't care. Go and cry in your corner. I I just... What the... Ah. Now, on that note, Pat,
0: do you have any final thoughts from today's show? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And in a world where Diet Coke is just as bad for you as regular Coke, time to switch to zero sugar. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As
1: always, Matthew 547.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your
1: budget?